to Cartridge Command, your weekly retro gaming podcast where we discuss and review the classic and not-so-classic games of the 8- and 16-bit era. I'm Nick. And I'm Eric. And this week's game is not a game, it's the Nintendo Power Awards. The Nesters. Alright, Cartridge Commandos, welcome to a special mini-episode of Cartridge Command. Yes, this prestigious night will be revealing the past winners of, and nominees, of the celebrated Nestor Awards. Yes, the Nintendo Power Awards. Now, this is going to be a little more relaxed episode of Cartridge Command, without the, our usual segments, more of a chat based around this topic and we're going to go through as nick said all of the winners and nominees yeah so we we were both subscribers to nintendo power as Mm -hmm. youths and uh i did not do any research for the history of this episode (laughs) so we're going to go entirely off our own memories of how it all worked but you know we were definitely into the scene because i filled out a form you know the little mail-in slip yeah you would get one every um issue yes that you could just put your favorites and stuff. And I believe those totals went to the player's pulse section. Yes. In the very back, there would be three different scores. The players, the pros, yeah. and the retail. Yeah. And it would give you your top, was it 20 or 30? Um, it was 30, I believe. Yeah. Of each month, what each group voted on. And I think the pros were just the counselors and, yeah, and writers for the, the magazine. I would imagine so, yeah. But um, uh, starting in, well, I guess early... 89, because the awards were always for the previous year. Mm-hmm. Uh, one month a year, you would get a special, you know, it was a, a larger card with more, you know, with your Nestor Award nominees, and, you know, you could fill it out and send it in. Yeah. There would be a full spread before it, too, that went over all the different categories and who was nominated in each one. And I mean, it, it was a really fun thing. I was I was into it, you know? Oh, yeah. I, I thought long and hard about these things. <laughs> like, uh, my best friend would come over, we'd discuss it, you know. He didn't have a subscription to Nintendo Power, so I would take into account his his opinions oh, when, right. when making my vote. Represent it's like voting for your household, uh, indeed. And then I don't think it was next issue, but later on they would mm-hmm. have the winners as a, another large article. Yeah, it seemed to be about a month behind. Like you would you would fill them out, and then two months later um, the results would be in, and you'd be treated to a few pages of the stuff. And uh, I remember, you know, I was always. I wouldn't say excited. I wasn't losing sleep over it, but when right. it when it would show up, it was always nice to check it out, see how your favorite games ranked. And yeah, where did your votes come in? And you know, I think for both of us, uh, we we may even do a Nintendo Power episode at some point. Right. But it was a huge, huge part of my childhood. Yes. Yes. Uh, every month, I looked so forward to that magazine coming. And at my school, there was another kid that lived near me but mm. not in the same street. Okay. And he would get his Nintendo Power the day before I got mine. Oh, okay. And he would always bring it to school and be like, look what I got. Yeah, I, I had a very, the pretty much exact same experience, but. And uh, that meant I knew tomorrow right. it would be coming. I would sometimes, you know, depending on when he got it, it didn't always, I don't know. Sometimes would, we'd get it on the same day. Yeah, his would, it would show up. He would have it and I would go home and I'd be like, please let it be in the mailbox. Like when I get off, you know, okay. so and then, sometimes it was. Uh, this other kid, Danny, lived uh, down the street from me 
on our walking path home. Mm. And he would get his because he also had a subscription. Oh, okay. So I would be when he got his, I'd be like, I knew it. That's when oh, time man. to break into a run. It is on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I get to my mailbox. Got to get that open. Got to get inside. And uh, I was a latchkey kid. So uh, that meant I got to spend the entire afternoon just reading it, jamming out and, uh, you know, doing everything but my homework until sure. mom got off work. <laughs> so, uh, you know, needless to say, Nintendo Power was a huge chunk of both of our, our lives. And therefore, this was, uh, to us as kids, a, an important poll. I took it very seriously. Yeah, oh yeah. And I was always, uh, you know, there's a lot to discuss about the outcomes. And, you know, these are always a contest as well. So yes. you could get, like, you know, There was multiple prize. places. And these yeah. were the biggest prizes of the year. There was prizes every month. But these were the big, big ones. Well, and I really, like, I never won any, but the Nestor Awards prizes were typically, like, you get to just pick a game or a couple games or more, you know, like, right. that's what I really wanted, not these weird trips or I don't more know, themed other ones. The Battletech trip, I, that oh, one really yeah, got me. Yeah, yeah, So without further ado, let's get right into the first round of categories for 1988. And, uh... One other note, some of these categories may sound a little familiar to you guys. Yeah, that's right. Because they pull right from their own review scoring system, which we conveniently stole from them. That's, uh, you, you, flattery is this most, you know what I mean. Uh, you can't fool me twice. <laughs> uh, and uh, one little thing before we get started is I really want to give a big shout out to one of my favorite artists of all time is Shuji Imai, who drew a lot of the Nestor... Uh, Nintendo Power Awards artwork that's in the magazine. Now, he also did the Howard and Nestor comic strip. Yes, at first. Is that correct? Yeah, and um, a lot of, especially role-playing games, instruction books or features in Nintendo Power. He was was a frequent artist and uh, just really rocks. You guys should check it out if you can. It's a very cool and interesting style. It's uh, simplified, but not too simple. Yeah, it's it's just the geometry. I don't know. Everything has a nice like thickness to it. I I can't say enough good stuff. And if you somehow find uh, yourself in possession of any of uh, Nick's drawings or sketches from high school, you'll definitely see <laughs> a slight uh, influence. That's from, true from that artist. Definitely one of the biggest influences, I would say. So the awards start off with best graphics and sound. That's right. And our nominees for this uh, category were Double Dragon, mm-hmm. uh, Simon's Quest, yes, Metroid, uh-huh. Blaster Master, and Wizards and Warriors. And the winner of this category was Castlevania II, Simon's Quest. Yeah. Um, That's a tough category. Yeah, I mean, I, I was thinking about this earlier today because I like Simon's Quest a lot, mm-hmm. and uh, the graphics and sound are one of the few defenses I have to you know to kind of show why I like it because it right. is really good. But I, I think Blaster Master might have it, man. Uh, I don't know. I like the graphical style of Castlevania Two more than Blaster Master. Yeah, I like half the graphics a lot. Yeah, but I once guess... you go overhead, I don't, they they kind of off for me. I feel you. They're... I would actually say that Metroid really could beat it for me because it's so uh, interesting where the music is not catchy songs. That's true. That's true. But it is, it's the sound design of it really evokes feelings and atmospheres that you don't see in, in any NES games. Uh, it, is, it does have a very lonely, creepy vibe. And as far as graphics go, I mean, it was pushing and doing things with the sprites that I hadn't seen before. You know, the spin jumps and the agility 
of Samus herself mm-hmm, was mm-hmm. was pretty out there. Yeah, yeah. And I don't like Castlevania two very much. <laughs> well, so, I'd... so I personally would have to vote a, would a, would a, would go with presently. I, I'm not gonna lie; I don't remember anything I voted on for the most part as a child. There were a couple that I remembered going along. I'll uh-huh. mention them that I, for some reason I'm 90 percent sure I remember the vote so accurately. I'm going with today. I would have voted on Metroid. Yeah, I think I don't know. Probably Simon's Quest or Blaster. Those are the two. From, I would. Uh, it's it's hard. It's a toss up for me. I see. And our next category is the best challenge. Yes, our nominees were The Legend of Zelda, Hudson's Adventure Island, Solomon's Key, Bionic Commando, and Castlevania One. Which gets me to my next point. This very first edition of the Nesters. Uh, included games from before just this last year. Yes, yes. So it included games from the beginning of Nintendo's lifespan until now. And that's why we see Castlevania 1 and 2 in different categories. Indeed. And the winner is The Legend of Zelda. Yeah, well, I I guess if uh, the category is best challenge, I will agree. <laughs> well, yeah. I, because I think certain other games are definitely more challenging. yeah. But they are they are not a fun challenge. Yeah, it's a tough uh, tough one to, because Bionic Commando uh, to me that's the one I would be. I don't know. The first Adventure Island is really hard, and, and that first Castlevania is really hard. Yeah, yeah, but yes, that's it, true. Um, but unlike that, Adventure Island is not nearly as fun as say Bionic Commando or Castlevania. Castlevania you know, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, but you know, Zelda. It's I guess it's challenging I'm, in its way. But I'm going to take this as. It's a, a challenge that is the best. It's fun. You know, it's it's hard, but good, but it not, you know, soul-crushing. Sure, yeah. And I will give it to uh, The Legend of Zelda there because it's my favorite game. And yeah. while yeah. I do think Bionic Commando does have a really nice challenge, there's some parts that are just brutal. Yep, yep, that's true. Our next category is Best Theme and Fun. Yes, and the nominees are Super Mario Brothers 2. Uh, Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link, Galgo 13, Bionic Commando, Simon's Quest, and Blaster Master. It's weird to see Galgo 13 on these lists. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when he, I would have included that in the best challenge category, you know, because right. that's a tough game. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But, hey. Well, it did not win. The winner is Super Mario Brothers 2. It has the best theme and fun. And, yeah, I mean, that's a pretty loaded uh, group of nominees. Like, five of those are games i really i love all of them yeah uh and galgo 13 is not bad it's not bad but it's not in that that same realm it's it is clearly outmatched by its competitors this this year agreed and i'm sorry but i i do have to agree with the the fans and the power because mario brothers 2 does have the most interesting set of themes it's not just one type of thing over and over again yeah even though zelda does mix it up a little bit and so does you know castlevania uh, it has the most varied worlds, and on top of that, it's fun all the way through. Yeah, I mean, and Zelda Two is not. It's the oh, uh, Super Mario Brothers Two is. It's not only my favorite of the Mario's, but I mean, I love, like I said, five of these games a right. lot, and I think I think they're all fun. But I think if you're going to go objectively, the most well-rounded, truly fun, I think for most people would be Mario Brothers Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and side note, I forgot that it said Mario Madness across the bottom of the Mario oh, 2 box. Yeah, Mario Madness. Uh, I a weird it. subtitle that's never, ever mentioned again. I wish it was. I, I love it. Yeah. And our next category is Play Control. Yes, our nominees are 
Once again, Castlevania, Metroid, Blaster Master, Super Mario Bros. 2, and newcomer, Blades of Steel. And the winner is Super Mario Bros. 2, bringing home another nester. Well, I will say that only a few of these games actually have really great play control. <laughs> yeah. I would say Mario 2, Metroid. Yeah, even Metroid's, uh, you know what maybe I mean? Maybe Castlevania like, 1. Yeah, I mean, that and Metroid, they're both, like, they have good play control, like, despite your, their limitations in a way. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But, like, Blaster of Steel, Master, I don't Blaster think of that Master. as great. No. You know, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I would agree with this one. Mario Brothers 2, I think. Of uh, these choices, yeah, you have to agree. Our next category is a big one. And by big, I mean mm. it has a lot of uh, choices in it. That's, and right. That's right. It is for best character. That's right. And the nominees are from Zelda 2, The Adventures of Link, Link, from Mega Man, Mega Man, from Metroid, Metro, no, Samus, Samus yes. <laughs> from Super Mario Brothers 2, Mario, mm-hmm. from Golgo 13, Duke Togo. All right. And from Castlevania 2, Simon's Quest, Simon Belmont. And from Bionic Commando, Commando Joe, which is weird, I think, because aren't that's who you're rescuing, Super Joe. Your guy's name is like Rad Spencer or something, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it is weird. Hmm, what's up, Nintendo? Oh, well. And from Hudson's Adventure Island, Master Higgins. From Wizards and Warriors, Kuros. And from Friday the 13th, Jason. No, I'm just kidding. From Blaster Master, Jason. Yeah. What a weird, weird list of characters. They Did they need to have that many nominees? Like, is, no. You know, because... Master Higgins? Yeah. Jason? Come, nobody, nobody wanted to be or Master Kuros. Higgins. Yeah, Kuros, the world's worst swordsman. Yeah, I don't know. But, of course, best character, I can't believe it, went to Link from Zelda. That's right. I, I, I gotta agree. I think so. I mean, I, I personally, I mean, I could see, I would be very... I mean, Mega Man's awesome. Samus is awesome. Yeah. Simon Belmont, you have a lot of heavy hitters here. I didn't see Luigi on there, so, you know, Mario lost my yeah, vote. Yeah, yeah. But we're both huge Zelda fans. Sure, yeah. And part of that is the character of Link. While it's not formed as, like, a character that has lots of dialogue or whatever, it's a it's an interesting character design that you really get to project a lot of yourself onto. Yeah, and, like, you know, as a testament to it is that at recess or in the backyard, you know, I didn't run around playing Mario. Right. We play Zelda, though. You mm-hmm. know, you get a sword, get, you know, I, I don't know. And the cool. original artwork for the Zelda series plays a lot into that for me as well. Yeah, top notch, man. Uh, runner up, though, I would say Mega Man, way up there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I also want to say that uh, Duke Togo is cheating because he's already from a different, uh, he's from the anime. Yeah, yeah. Of GoGo 13. Right. So it's not cool, man. No. Our next category is best ending. Yes, and the nominees are Castlevania, Super Mario Bros. 2, Zelda 2, Blaster Master, and Bionic Commando. And the winner is Super Mario Bros. 2. Wow, and I'm going to say I totally disagree. I I agree 100% with you, but not the voters. Right, are you also going to vote for Bionic Commando? Yes, man. The exploding Hitler skull? Yeah, hands down. Best ending of all, I agree. And the good news is I have seen most of these endings. Yeah, that's true. Same but here. none of them really stand out in my mind. Super Mario Brothers 2 is the dream ending. Come on, that's a cop-out. Yeah, no, there's a funny in the actual magazine where they're like, we're not going to show it, like, uh, mm-hmm. we, you know, but without spoiling it. And I'm like, spoiling what? It's a dream. It's, it's not something good. I don't know. Right, yeah. Spoil it, please, so I'm not disappointed. <laughs> 
And, you know, Blaster Master, you get your frog back. Yeah, good job. Great. Uh, Castlevania, it's kind of interesting. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, it's, you get it's the jokes. Good yeah, Castle destroys. Yeah. But, I mean, nothing can compare to Hitler's exploding head. Yeah, that's still one of the best of all time. Of all time. Next category is Best Player versus Player Game. And the nominees are Blades of Steel, Bases Loaded, Pro Wrestling, Double Dribble, and Wheel of Fortune. Oh, poor Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> yeah. I can tell you, the winner is Blades of Steel. Yeah, and you know, I, I think gonna, I agree. Oh, uh, no pro wrestling for you? I, I, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. You know, don't get me wrong. I mm-hmm. like a lot of the characters and stuff, but I, I really haven't played it long enough right. to be able to be like, is it really fun with the play control? I don't know. Well, I don't remember any of these being that fun, uh, even though my brother owned Double Dribble. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, Blades of Steel at least had a little more going on. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm not a big sports guy, but I actually remember playing some Blades of Steel with my friend mm-hmm. more than once. You know, we just mess around, play with it. We, play Gradius in the halftime and had fighting. We like that. Yep. Although personally I had more time put in with the NES hockey game. So I, it's, I think it's better, but yeah. All right. And our final category is the best overall game. And this is a big category. The nominees are Bionic Commando, Blaster Master, Zelda 2, The Adventures of Link, The Legend of Zelda, Gogo 13, Super Mario Brothers 2, Mega Man, Double Dragon, and Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. And the winner is Zelda 2, The Adventure of Link. Wow. I mean, yeah, I, I, I would have voted for the first Zelda. Uh, I agree. I would have as well, as you as you all know. There are lots of great games on this list, uh, and then there's GoGo13. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, super classic. Yeah, yeah. Metroid, Master Blaster, By the Commander, they're all just amazing games. I, I don't know. I would have picked... Honestly, I'm not a huge fan of Zelda 2. I would have gone with Mega Man over that, Punch-Out, Metroid. Mega Man 2, I would have. Right. I don't know about the first one, though. It's a little oh, you're right. rougher Sorry. around the edges, personally. Yeah, you're, you're right on that one. But, you know, I, I'm surprised that the fans all voted for Zelda 2. Well, you know, I have a theory that the you know two Zelda games split the vote. So, mm. you know, I think that's unfair to itself cannibalizing its own voter base it's not right right now the big winners of the night were zelda 2 and super mario brothers 2 Uh, zelda 2 got two awards and mario brothers 2 got three awards that's right bringing home the nesters um i personally um was pleasantly surprised to see that blaster master was represented as a nominee as much as it was you know there are a few i mean i like the the inclusiveness of it i guess you know Mm -hmm. even though it didn't take away any awards well, you know, it's just like the Academy Awards. They're always going to nominate one movie that they know probably won't win, but it's a fan favorite and it gets more people to tune into the show. That's right. They're, you know, throwing them a bone and, you know, that's not a bad thing necessarily. No, but overall, I I think these were fairly decent uh, awards this year of 1988. I think they did a good job of representing what the best of the first two waves of the NES were. Yeah, I agree. Um as uh, we progress to later ones, I remember, even, you know, from my research and my past, that they start to get weird where I would get more, I don't want to say angry, but bothered by the choice. Some of them were just blatantly, I felt, propaganda or sales, you know, where I'm like, you're just trying to mix it up. I don't know, you know, but these were pretty spot on, I think. Yes, indeed.
are going over the Nintendo Power Awards for 1989. That's right. A brand new, you know, this is the first time that we'll have a solid year only. Yes. So we shouldn't see any uh, games competing with their sequels. Yeah, yeah. And in this era, the categories remain the same. Eventually, they'll start branching out and, and splitting off into some more smaller subcategories. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. At this point, Nintendo doesn't have a Game Boy, a Super Nintendo, or anything else to represent. That's right. These are all NES only. Which, again, we should have apologized to you all in the beginning of the show, but to our fans overseas that weren't as on to the <laughs> NES train, I'm sorry. You know, this is this is really squarely laid at the feet of the NES faithful. That's true, yeah. So, and, you know, uh, maybe Sega Magazine did their own. Maybe we can check into it, man, or maybe we can do our own Sega nesters someday uh, yeah. and make up for it. So, you know, uh, if, if you were a subscriber to whatever the Sega Magazine was called. Sega Power. <laughs> let us know. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's something we might have to look into in the future. But getting into the 1989 nesters, we'll start with the first category, Best graphics and sound. Yes, and our nominees are DuckTales, Guardian Legend, Mega Man 2, Ninja Gaiden, and Strider. Oh, man, that is a tough, tough category. Yeah, it's um, you have four games with some of my favorite music ever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but the winner, and maybe rightly so, is Mega Man 2. Yeah, I think... Um, I think I would agree with it, probably. The music alone in that game is just so amazing. Right, and, you know, all all of these games, I don't... Re- I remember... Okay, I played and enjoyed and beat Strider as a kid, but mm-hmm. I don't remember any of the music from it. Correct. Know? And while the graphics, graphics are good... They're you know? good, but I'm not gonna... I saw the arcade one. That kind of ruins it for you. Right, right. Well, and, you know, musically, Mega Man 2, I think, takes it... They all have great tracks, but Mega Man 2... Almost the entire soundtrack is great. DuckTales is very close behind. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, But also done by Capcom. And, I mean, graphically, you've got some great huge sprites in there. You know, the dragon and stuff. I mean, Ninja Gaiden's got some cool, more detailed stuff going on with backgrounds and stuff. Yeah, but the animations aren't that smooth. And, you know, I I wouldn't put it in the same category as DuckTales and Mega Man. And, and, and Guardian Legends also is kind of in that Ninja Gaiden category when mm-hmm. it comes to the fidelity. Right, right. But, you know, for me, it would have been a toss-up between DuckTales and Mega Man 2. And while I prefer Mega Man 2, you know, I would say it's very close Yeah. in, in my mind. That's, I mean, it's a loaded category, man. Definitely. It definitely shows that 1989 was a great, great year. <laughs> it definitely was. You know, it's not as well represented in the next category, though. <laughs> All right. And the next category is Best Challenge. And the nominees for Best Challenge are Tetris, Stealth, ATF, Mega Man 2, Faxanadu, and Ninja Gaiden. Yes, and the winner, and rightfully so, is Ninja Gaiden. Uh, Well, it is definitely the hardest of those that's still somewhat fun. I guess that's true, yeah. Uh, Tetris, that is a very hard hard challenge to get clear of that level 10. Yeah, yeah. It scales uh, up with you. I've never played Stealth ATF. And I never will. No. <laughs> I, can re- I know what the box looks like. It's got yeah. a Stealth Bomber yeah. on the front, uh, nose pointed up, just looking at the very flat top of it. Like a flight sim? Mm, maybe. I, don't, I I dismissed it as such. I'm pretty sure that it is <laughs> because the back of the box says that, and therefore I just ignored it. Yep. I was already burned by Top Gun. Mm. Yeah. yeah. But Mega Man 2 is very hard. Uh, not through the most of the game when you you know if you know what you're doing the wily stages but the yeah, wily tough. stages can be very tough and uh if you don't know your tips and tricks you know it they are very hard 
I would say it's a more fun hard than Ninja Gaiden, right. personally. I mean, if that's if their intention was the best or you know appropriate challenge, mm-hmm. you know maybe not so much. But Ninja Gaiden is it's it's tough, but it's I don't know it's a lot of fun too. For me, it's just too brutal of a challenge. Well, our next category is best theme and fun. Yes, and our nominees are Dragon Warrior, mm. DuckTales, Mega Man Two, Ninja Gaiden, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And who won this category, Nick? Oh, I don't know. Enlighten me. Well, not who I would have voted for. <laughs> it was the zeitgeist of the time, the mm. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. That's right. They took the popular vote. And this is one where, you know, as a kid, I would dismiss this as this is an ad. Right. But now I'm like, you know, they were very popular. So right. maybe kids were just like, I, that, those are the ones I like the best or... But it is definitely not fun. Well, it is definitely the least fun of and all of these. The least <laughs> themed of all of them. Yeah, yeah. Um, Possibly. Now, I, for me, I would say it's a toss-up between DuckTales and Mega Man 2. Again. Yeah. And I don't know. It's really close because I feel like DuckTales wins on theming, but Mega Man wins on fun. But right, it still has right. some really good theming, so it'd probably eke out Mega Man 2 in my, my book. I mean... For me, Ninja Gaiden would be up there because it's a game I've gone to a lot, and it's like a different kind of. It, while it is, you know, pretty difficult, as you start to get there, it's like it, you really feel like a ninja, and you're kicking butt. And yeah, but I don't feel like I'm going through more than like the same three levels of, of type of area. Well, I'm. Uh, well, there's a lot of different backgrounds, man. I guess like, you're right because you got all the it, city, and then I go outside. There's like jungles and, and all this, like yeah, it, and, and it has like the cut scenes and stuff so it feels kind of like a you know you're playing through a ninja anime in a way mm-hmm. but i wouldn't score it over mega man 2 or ducktales because they're both just awesome and easy and fun you know yeah so they're breezy fun time not ninja turtles though however our next category is play control and it features the following nominees they are again ducktales mega man 2 there's a theme <laughs> the guardian legend Stealth, A, T, F, and Tetris? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um, but I do know that the winner was Mega Man 2, which, I mean, I guess is good. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like the those Mega Man 2, DuckTales, and Guardian Legends are all really neck and neck. Yeah, I mean, they they all do their stuff well, but I, I don't really see any... None of these really like stand out to me as like awesome play control, you know? Right. They're all very proficient, but they're all also very different. So it's kind of like they're each of them the best at what they do. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I would be happy with any of them, you know? Uh, I, I like all those games, and they perform well. Uh, Tetris, I think, is a cop-out. Yeah. Because, you know, while well, you do need precision control, eh. you're only moving a piece and rotating it, you know? Yeah. Next category is best character. Yes, this is a big one. And uh, quite a few nominees here. And a few repeats as well from last year. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll start with Donatello from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. Godzilla from, uh, I think that's, what is it called, King of Monsters? Do you remember that game? Uh, I think, no, I think it's just from the straight-up Godzilla game. Right, yeah, where the side-scrolling yes. one. Yeah, yeah, where you had the map, mm-hmm. Hex map. I played that, yeah. Good to see you here, Godzilla. Um, I, I mean, I you know, I love Godzilla. I, I watched... Uh, Two and a half Mothra movies today with my daughter. So, oh wow, okay, yeah, the '90s ones—they're really cool. They have—I the, mean, they're not really cool. They're—they're they're, if you like Godzilla movies, yeah, they're great. Yeah, yeah. Do they have the twins in the cage? Yeah, you know they do. Nice, Leonardo. 
Oh, from, our second turtle. Yep, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Hmm. Uh, we got Mega Man from Mega Man 2. All right. We have Link from Legend of Zelda 2, mm-hmm. Adventures of Link. Raphael from Teenage Mutant Ninja oh, Turtles. three of them. Yes. Uh, you have Ryu Hayabusa from Ninja Gaiden. Okay. Uncle Fester from Fester's Quest. All right. Weirdly enough. Um, and this was before the movies had come back. That- yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure, yeah. I don't know. I know for sure. Um, it's a, It was a weird choice, but yeah. uh, cheap IP, I guess. And Uncle Scrooge from DuckTales. It's all about the uncles this year. And and finally, Michelangelo from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. All, all four of them are represented here. Yeah, yeah. A little lazy. Yeah, and I think if they would have nominated one, they might have taken it, man. Mm-hmm. But they didn't because for two years in a row, Link wins for Zelda 2. Wow, that's great. Now, I do feel, again, many of these are cheating. Right. <laughs> uh, they're IP that already existed. Uncle Scrooge, Uncle Fester, the Ninja Turtles, which really brings the list down to Link, Mega Man, and Ryu Hayabusa. You know, I would have to say that Ryu is probably right up there with Link. Yeah, I mean, he was your he was the ninja for Nintendo, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and he did have a, a story, an arc, uh, feelings. Like, you know, you saw him go through emotions and, and have a full yeah, storyline yeah. in his game. That's true. It is true. So he was definitely a more fleshed out character than I think a lot of these other entries. But I like Link more, so I agree with them. Yeah. And I mean, we should say too that this is, you know, Zelda 2 Link is your first like older, mature Link. You know, this yeah. was this game was actually one of the few direct sequels in the in the franchise. His bangs had grown tremendously. Yeah. His artwork, he's a little little taller and leaner. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know, it's, it was a cool hardcore Link. Which brings us to our next category: best ending. And the nominees are Adventures of Lolo, Ninja Gaiden, DuckTales, Mega Man 2, and Zelda 2, The Adventures of Link. Yes, and the winner would be Ninja Gaiden. And, I mean, I don't know. I kind of agree with it in a way. I think so. It's the most complete ending. It is uh, cinematic. It gives you more than one frame of things. Right, right. And some scrolling text. I mean, Mega Man 2 does have the sweet... It's him walking... Yeah. Through the seasons, which and is... And then the helmet. Yeah, which I like that stuff, but it's also kind of just, that's it. Like, there's, it's not tying any story up, you know? Right, no, not at all. The, you you finish the story with your gameplay. Yeah. Uh, and the, the best part is I have actually seen all the endings to these games as well. Yeah, yeah. And I will have to say I do think Ninja Gaiden is the the clear winner. I would agree. Our next category is best player versus player game. Uh, and for the most part, again, this is all... Sports games. <laughs> yeah. And the nominees are Baseball Stars, Hoops, Marble Madness, Super Dodgeball, and Tech Mobile. And I've only played half these games. Yeah. yeah I've, I've only played three myself. Yeah. And I really haven't even played the winner. Oh, yeah? I mean, I've played it once or twice. And that is Tech Mobile. That's right. Uh, I think as the only game on this list that we've actually covered, uh, my feelings would be known that I would definitely vote for Super Dodgeball. I do have a soft place in my heart for um, Marble Madness. Yeah, Marble it's, Madness isn't bad. I've played a bit of it in my day. Yeah, and especially the two-player because you can knock each other off. It's, it acquires a little charm. But agreed, uh, Super Dodgeball is super awesome. And uh, we have uh, talked about off and on in the past that we, we will at one point have to do Tech Mobile or Super Tech Mobile. Sure, sure. Uh, but the biggest problem is that Neither Nick nor I really know anything about American football. <laughs> well, I will say that I've played a bit of Tech Mobile, and to its credit, 
I knew what was going on. You know, you only have like four, three or four plays to choose true, from. True. So it's like. But I don't think you have any ideas about the fundamentals of the game that it's based on. No, but. And that's why I think that's a credit to the game that mm-hmm. I was able to play anyhow, you know. Uh, one day I think we will do a, a review of the game, one of the two games, but I think we're also going to try to get in uh, one of our friends that is also sports adept. Yes, um, yeah, because we need all the help we can get. <laughs> yeah, well, they, they can at least let us know if we're making any major mistakes or sounding extra foolish. Right, right. When we're talking about any of the specifics. Indeed. And that will bring us once again to our final category the best overall game and just like last year's there are many nominees in this category they are zelda 2 the adventure of link tetris stealth atf ninja gaiden mega man 2 the guardian legend faxanadu ducktales dragon warrior and teenage mutant ninja turtles now a lot of these games have popped up in all of the other categories Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um you know Mega Man 2, The Guardian Legend, Ninja Gaiden, Zelda 2. I mean, those have been in almost every single category. That's right. They've they've been heavily represented. And strangely enough, also Stealth ATF. That's right. The Dark Horse candidate, you know. But Nick, what is the winner? The winner is Stealth ATF. Wow. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. I read the wrong one. It yeah. was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Just as big a travesty. Yeah, yeah. That... That game should not be nominated. I'm not going to lie. No, agreed. I mean, I could have seen it for graphics and sound, maybe, you know? Okay, yeah, sure. Um, But honestly, Zelda 2, Mega Man 2, Ninja Gaiden, uh, DuckTales. I've never even played Dragon Warrior. Yeah, but it's. But I I can tell you it's probably better than Teenage (laughs) Mutant Ninja Turtles. I think it is. And I can attest to you that all the other games I mentioned were. Yes, absolutely. I think we both know that what really should be there is Mega Man 2. Yeah. I think it's the best uh, all around from this list. Um, and it's just a huge leap in evolution from its its first game. Yeah. It's, um, and, I mean, I think it's the best one on the NES, personally speaking. And I, mean, I agree. So it's, uh, you know, a, a franchise high. Um, I personally, you know, I'm kind of an apologist for Zelda 2 in a way. But, mm-hmm. I mean... While I think Mega Man 2 is more accessible to most people, Zelda 2 is definitely better than Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And while I'm not a huge fan of Zelda 2, I still have to agree with you that it's better than Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. While the game has some charm, you know, we just reviewed it very recently, it's just too much of it is just painful. Uh, you know, it, it, I felt like they had one third of a game and they made, a, they, they stretched that out into be some something close to a full game. Yeah, it's, and I mean, this is where, um, you know, back in 1989, young, cynical edgelord Nick was, you know, oh, they're just trying to push that game after I already owned it. And I was like, no way. <laughs> but it, maybe it really is the real life popularity of Ninja Turtles led to these votes. I think you're right there. I mean, even if you didn't own this game, if you were a major Turtles fanatic, you may have voted for it in that case. Yeah. And, you know, real quick, I just want to uh, give a big thumbs up to the Nestor committee or whatever for, you know, nominating Guardian Legend in so many categories. It's one of my favorites, and I always felt like it wasn't necessarily given its due, but apparently the Nestors, you know, they had their eyes open. Yeah. Yeah, I do want to point out some of the other, you know, and since we weren't very happy with what actually was, what what actually won, I do want to point out that Mega Man 2 did win two awards, and Ninja Gaiden also won two awards, so it wasn't just the Ninja Turtles that won two. Yeah, yeah.
thank you guys so much for joining us for our coverage of the Nestor Awards for 1988 and 89. Yeah, it was a fun little uh, diversion. I, I hope that you guys enjoy it. And, you know, maybe if everyone likes it enough, you know, we can come back and do a few more in the future. Yes. Uh, as you may have guessed, we've got a lot going on right now. Uh, robot season has just started for me. Nick is uh, going on a trip. So doing an episode like this definitely helps us out where we don't have to play through a whole game and we can just do a little bit of research and chat it up here on the mics. Sure. So if you like this episode, please let us know. So folks, next week's game will be Kid Icarus of Myths and Monsters for the Game Boy, a sequel to the NES Classic. So find a copy of this game any way you can and grab your controller or your Game Boy and play along, friends. That's right, and if you want to reach out to us with your own personal Nestor Award picks or uh, travesties that you'd like to rage about, let us know at cartridgecommand at gmail.com, and we'll talk about it in our future. And while we always give you that address, you will most likely rant at us on Facebook, which is cool too, and we're there at Cartridge Command, of course. So let us know about your favorite or least favorite Nestor Award memories. You can also find us on the Twitter at Cart Command, where we wear... Cart Command, where I will let you know when new shows drop. And of course, the show releases every Wednesday morning, but you don't have to look for it if you subscribe on your favorite podcasting device. Yeah, it's so easy and awesome. And if that device plays iTunes, then give us five stars. Or even if it's on the Google Store or Stitcher. Stars are free, man. Help help us out. And if they're a four-star rating, try to give us five anyways. Yeah, yeah. See what you can do. Hack into the system, Neo. But... It is those beautiful dollar hackers that throw money at us through patreon.com slash cartridge command for it is the cash that they give to us each month that makes this show financially possible. They all deserve their own Nestor Awards. They do. And the Nestor Award for best crew is the cartridge command. Definitely. Thank you all cartridge commandos. We love every one of you. But we always like to say a special thanks to those who give to us monthly because, like we said, you make this show happen. Oh, yeah. And, as always, Cartridge Commandos, Game On! All right, and our final category is the best overall game. Game. <laughs> <laughs>